0: Welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov, and welcome back to a part two of a three-part series that I'm doing to help you produce a successful launch in the new year, Um, or whenever you're listening to this, really. It's the really, these are the top three things you need to do to produce. And I say produce because I come from that production background, working for years in Los Angeles on film and video and commercial and video game projects. And we produced projects. So producing is kind of like your new empowerment word from me. And last week, we talked about what I think really is the number one thing you need in order to produce that successful launch. And it shouldn't surprise you Actually, it might surprise you, but it's not about your plan. It's really about the people, the people who are going to see what you're offering. And yes, the offer is important. Yes, connecting those two, very important. So if you did not listen to part one of this series, definitely head back over to Ansamoylove.com. It'll be just under the show notes for this episode, which is part two, and I will make sure that the links are in the show notes. So wherever you're watching it, you'll be able to just find the link to part one, click there and go back. Of course, if you're here and you're like, you know, Anne, I'm going to just keep listening. I'll head back over there in a bit. No problem. But make sure you understand that this, what we're talking about today, this is not the number one. The number one is the people. Um, many people will try to tell you it's the offer is first, but actually it's the people that are really important first because they're the ones who are helping you figure out what your offer is and how you're going to offer it because it's all about who's going to interact or partake or purchase whatever it is you're offering. Whether it's a physical product, it's a digital course, it's a coaching program, maybe it's a consulting, it's a service you offer, maybe who knows what it is. Regardless, it's about the people. But today, in part two, we are actually going to talk about systems and tools that really will help you make sure that your launch is successful. I'm going to also reference a bunch of episodes we've already covered, a bunch of resources that I have available on my site, and afterwards, you're going to be able to go over there, check those out, make sure, you know, anything that kind of lights your sensors up in your brain as you're listening, you're like, oh, I don't have that. Or, hmm, I really should check that. Or, yeah, my mind's not so great. If you find yourself saying that to yourself, make sure to check the show notes, make sure to go over to those episodes, download the resources, whatever it is that I'm going to offer. Because there's a bunch of different things. Some of them are going to be videos, some will be audios, Some will be blog posts and a few will be downloadable resources you can just grab and start using right away. All right, so let's dive in first to some of the systems that I think really need to be in place to make it much easier to launch. And the word system tends to make people either cringe or get really giddy with excitement. There's no in-between. You either know you need systems and don't have them and are scared and don't like that it, the idea of being put in a box, or you do know that systems are important. You've got some in place and you probably still can improve. Everybody can. I don't know one business owner who wouldn't say, yeah, we have most of our stuff into place, but what we really need to do is put this into a system or it, because it's a repeatable process. So systems... I just kind of gave it away, are repeatable processes, things you do on a regular basis, activities. Um, It might be anything from how you post to your blog post or how you write a blog post from the moment you put the text inside a Google Doc, Evernote, any number of other types of things like that to then how it ends up on the blog. And I know that might seem like, well, why does it have to be a system? Why do I have to know what that is? But honestly, having that stuff laid out like a very, I guess, simple checklist will be very helpful for you as you grow your business, maybe get one or two people to help you, and then suddenly you have this large team. You don't want to be creating your systems at that point, though you know, you, you will definitely be tweaking them, making them better, but you at least want a record of how you do things. Um, it will actually make it easier for you. Um, But some of the things that I wanted to focus on today are the systems that I think are so integral and so important and have an impact on our launches. The first system is the list building system. The list building system is really just simply how do you get new subscribers on your email list? How do you get new members? Um, how How do new members of your community join you? What channels are you on and how are you driving people to your website? It just depends on what you consider a list. And like I talked about a couple weeks ago on the podcast, I have worked with tons of people who start out with no real email list. I'm doing lots of air quotes right now. So your list building system is really how are you going to get them into an organized place and what what is that process? There's an opt-in on the sidebar. When they receive that, then, you know, when they sign up for that, then they get sent something through an email. And also then they get sent three other emails telling them about what I do and maybe giving them a few more resources and then eventually, I give them something else. Maybe this is the process everybody goes through. And that's not even a well hit what I just described. It's not a very compelling sequence. There's more that goes into that. But having a really clear way that you're building your list is important. I do want to... Um, share with you a couple resources for this one you'll find the link to my free launching class which was just recently that's just the link that leads to it hopefully it'll still be available but i'm sure it will be uh is list building for your launch this is a great webinar that kind of breaks it down for you so i highly recommend just jumping over to that link signing up for it, watching it at your leisure And then also you can check out episode 97, which kind of includes this list building and engagement strategy that I use every single time. And just to kind of give you the quick kind of skinny on that, here's what it is. I either create a new piece of content or revise, update, make better, upgrade a current piece of free content that people already have to sign up for in order to get. I release that new piece of content or whatever that is, that lead magnet uh, to the world to, to potentially get new subscribers in. I might boost a post. I might write a blog post about it. I might do a Facebook ad to the blog post. And then in addition to that, I also send it to you guys if you're on my list. Because I know you're probably going to want to know, oh, Anne updated her her launch workbook. Okay, cool. I want to check that out. See what changes she made. See if there's anything else I need to know before I'm launching. So it's up to you to come up with this, whatever that lead magnet is. But I find that when you're list building, especially for your launches, which really this is about, you want to try to find something that's very relevant, like a straight shoot. (laughs) It's like the step before what someone's going to learn from you in your course, working with you, or maybe some intro, like a a sample that they can try before they get to you. I'm also actually going to put in the, there is another post that I have on the blog called creating a sample because how to create a sample of whatever it is that you're offering. Now, that blog post does work mostly for digital online products. So I don't want you to think that you can necessarily do that with a physical product, but there, I think there are lots of great examples out there. And if you do a little searching around, I'm sure you've seen even a, hey, try us out kind of offer. So list building system is your number one system. I think that if you can get that in place before you even set a date for your launch, you are going to be ahead of most people because most people don't actually start that in advance or in advance enough. The second system is you're going to, this kind of links up with last week with the who, but I want you to think of how are you going to gather information about your audience, whether they are now customers or they are not customers. Are you going to send a survey in, in, preparation for a launch? Are you going to perhaps send an email out to past clients? Ask them for feedback. It, the The way you go about gathering information about your audience is really important. I'm going to tell you to go back over to last week's episode because that's that's really what that's about. Um, you can do everything from surveying your current audience, everybody. You can just put everybody in that, but you could also send a really more specific survey or call to get on Skype to people who are on a wait list, to people who are current customers, who've been through or experienced whatever it is that you are offering or who have been past customers. Getting that full picture of people who've experienced something from yours That they've paid for, maybe something that they haven't paid for, but they still have experienced you, and those new people, what they want to experience, why they're here. That's super important, too. Um, There's definitely lots of information out there on different ways to survey, and one of those resources is definitely in last week's show notes. So I will make sure to link to that. Now, the third system. Is really your promotional how you promote your stuff? Uh, you, if you don't already, and what's interesting is I've read a bunch of blog posts over the past couple of weekends just to kind of see like are people systematizing how they promote and they are. So if you're not, you need to get that going. Like when you create a new piece of content, a blog post, let's just start with a blog post because that's really easy, or a video. Let's say you are a YouTuber. Um, What do you do with it? Do you do five tweets on the day of, um, share it once or twice on Facebook, like in your groups and on your Facebook page, and then what happens to it? Tell the story of what. Ha- how often do you promote? Do you promote it once and then never talk about it again? For me, I'm gonna just tell you that I use a combination of CoSchedule, Edgar, and a new. new there's there's a few new um, Pinterest related products that I'm, that I'm testing out. So I'm still out on which one I'm going to stick with. There's one that's really like, I was surprised that it's the one that I'm loving the most, but essentially on co-schedule as soon. And part of my, part of my blogging and content creation, this is, this is also kind of goes into this. I think that you need your content creation system, but I'm not going to add that to this list. I'm just going to say the promotion system when I create something new, it goes out on I schedule it through CoSchedule five different times on Twitter the first day, one time on Facebook. And then over the next 3 days, I definitely do more Twitter, more Facebook, and depending on what it is, sometimes I will literally just do like five the first day on Twitter, three the second day, three the third day, and then a week later I'll do five again, and it's a way for me to keep keep that Keep that kind of momentum going on a piece of content, and I do it in advance so I don't have to think about it after the fact. Um, And then I'll also, as kind of secondary things, depending on what the topic is, I will also share it. You know, to LinkedIn, Google Plus. Those are kind of my more secondary ones that I just decide. But the point is, directly after, I use WordPress and I put put my blog post into that in that space in blog post. I head down to the co-schedule area, or if someone's helping me, they do, and they know exactly what to do. Five, three, two. You know, I mean, uh, it's kind of logical too, because Facebook, I don't post every five seconds on there, but Twitter, I can get away with posting more. And now Pinterest is another one that I'm experimenting with and loving. So if you're not following me yet over on Pinterest, you should because I'm finding some amazing resources from other people too. So it's not just so you find me. It's I, I want to share everything that I'm finding with you. So you can go to Pinterest and look for Ann Samoilov, And I think I've even got one or two group boards that you can request to join if you'd like to post some stuff yourself. Okay, Now, the next one I want to share, the next system is think about all the activities you currently do and be really clear on how you're remembering to do them. So are you using Google Docs? Are you using Asana? Are you using Trello? Are you using CoSchedule? Are you using Edgar? Kind of pull together your tool set and kind of say what each one does and how often you use it. Because if you don't use them... That's another topic for another day, but at some point you should, and I think at least once a quarter, do a tools review, which I've been meaning to do one of these. I haven't done one for a while. I will link, well, I haven't done one publicly for a while. I definitely review my tools and what I'm spending on them regularly, but I will link to those posts and then... Also, of course, you're going to know the second I have one of those, uh, the newer one up. And I think I probably will do one for 2017 just to kind of let you know, because there have been some significant changes just even in the last six months that I think are important. So in addition to this, like I want you to think about all the activities and where you do them. This is important for your team. This is important for you because your level of productivity Can go down the tubes if you forget. Wait, was this in Trello or was this in Asana? What am I doing? Um, Google Docs, Evernote, what? So, yeah, you're gonna be saying, What? (laughs) So, figure out what you're using and why. And we'll get into some specific tools in just a second, but I think just knowing what that tool stack is and that tool set for you is is extremely important. Um, the next thing that I wanted to share, the next system, is is understanding what your daily and weekly personal system is. I often talk about this personal piece inside Fearless Launching because. I think it's so connected with your ability to make decisions, understand when you're overbooking yourself. I mean, no one's perfect at it. But if you know, okay, on Sundays, I like to block off um, an hour at 4pm, like, you know, or whatever, right before dinner, to go through my weekly plan, or maybe an hour before Walking Dead, or whatever it is you do on your Sunday evenings to just kind of go through see what needs to be done for the week, what's already finished, what what's on my what's on my list for the week, you know, and just plan out your week. Maybe you have a daily top 3 you set. Um, there is in there's a new section that I that I added the last time around we did fearless launching, which is actually all about these personal habits and this personal system because I think that's going to be what's underneath it. The more you can have these regular check-ins with yourself. Like you have your morning check-in, you set your top three. On Sundays, you do your weekly. On Wednesday, you do your, okay, what's challenging me? I need to get help on something that wasn't finished this week. Who can I get it from? And on Fridays, maybe you, you know, spend an hour saying, okay, I did this, 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 and this. And throw some confetti in the air and you're on your way to an amazing weekend. So this kind of stuff is important. I have a list of, I think it's like five or six more critical systems that need to be set up for your launch, and I think it's actually a good idea to set them up in advance. If you want that, just click the link in the show notes and you will be able to get my systems kind of starter kit. Uh, It's really just a PDF and and it's a PDF workbook that will walk you through the other critical systems. But for today, these systems, before we move on to the tools that I wanted to share with you today, you have your list building system, You have your audience customer gathering system, the information gathering system. What happens to that information? Because, man, it's so easy to ask the, what are you struggling with question, and then do nothing with it. Can I get an amen? Okay, number three, how do you promote? What is that system? And when you, by the way, when you see how you promote, you'll see where you could maybe do more maybe where you're doing too much, maybe where you're going to pull back. I'm going to share with you, and this isn't an upcoming episode, I'm going to share with you some different promotional schedule schedules and calendars so you can maybe pick something that works for you. Number four, I want you to just think about the activities you do in your business, those daily things. It, it can be everything from you know, what, where you put your marketing sequences after you've written them. It might be where you write your blog posts. It might be where you work with clients. It might be where you manage your own personal projects. It might be where you keep all the information about your systems. And then the fifth one is that daily, weekly personal system. Okay. All right. So let's dive in now to tools. So there are some my feeling on tools is the tools don't necessarily make or break your launch unless they're broken. <laughs> so so I, you know, if I'm looking at someone who even if they've got a business that's established, that doesn't mean that they have a complex tool set. And just because a product comes out that claims to be able to push the needle for you, help you be more successful, it doesn't mean you need it. It's like saying, hey, it's a bargain, I should get it. Well, it's not a bargain if you don't need it. So always ask yourself, do I need this? So one of the first things I like to tell people in Fearless Launching, what's your payment processor? how is that set up and what is that payment process? P.S., that's another system, is the actual process. What happens? You can just write it down. When people click buy, they put in their email address, they hit, actually, no. Let's just say they've already put their info in, they've already put their credit card information in, they click buy. Process my order. What happens after that? Is it processed through PayPal? Do you have a merchant account? Is it Stripe? Do you have something that's built in? I think Stripe or PayPal work with like Teachable and things like that. But what do they do? Do they get an email? Do they get an invoice? So you want to think about that, that tool set yourself. You also want a place to put your stuff, especially if you have a digital course or something that has elements that can will be delivered you know, by a download link or something like that. So think about what you need for those things. Um, I I wanted to just kind of say really quickly, like this can be as simple as, okay, I use Amazon S3 to house my downloads. I use Vimeo Plus or Pro to make sure that that's where my videos are going to be. Or I use Wistia. Or I use Teachable and everything goes there. When I create something new, I upload everything there. Actually, that's kind of part of the more of the delivery process, but it still is where you put the stuff. Or perhaps I put it on a page in my shop and then I make a password for it. Again, that's kind of delivery, but where do you put stuff and then how do you deliver it? Do you send an email, which leads to another tool that you're going to need? Do you deliver by email? Is it just available? Like they log in and then they see all their things that they have available. Is it, like I said, something that they're going to get just by going to YouTube and watching the hangout there? Cause YouTube hangouts on air, they generally go in right there, their process and they're available right at that same link. So you have to just kind of figure these things out, um, Again, if it's a physical product, it's going to be a little bit different, but I say it's definitely worthwhile to just kind of think about how is this happening and be really obvious. It might be obvious to you you're like, well, duh, I use uh, my Shopify website and I have a fulfillment house and, uh, or I have print on demand set up at Amazon, write all of it out, make sure it's really clear how this works for you you'll need an email system. And I'm going to say you need one. You can start with a MailChimp or an AWeber, but I think ConvertKit is definitely worth you checking out just because it is one of the up-and-coming email marketing providers. And I think that they do a great job in educating their customer and people who might potentially be their customer. I'm a huge fan of companies that do that. I'll mention a few other ones in a second. So, you need an email system. I use Infusionsoft. You could use Entreport, Active Campaign. ClickFunnels has an email marketing provider, I mean, service as well. And if I'm getting the wording wrong on those, totally apologize if you're in that world. I, I sometimes hear CRM, email service provider, email marketing provider. Who knows? Okay. So, then you're also going to need a way. Like, how do you share stuff? Do you use a co schedule? Do you use a meet Edgar? Do you use a tailwind? Do you use Board Booster? What are the, va- do you use Hootsuite? Do you use Buffer? What do you use to share your stuff? And then, you know, some of the things like I was going to mention, how do you do webinars? Do you create, um, do you have GoToWebinar? Do you use Webinar Jam? Do you make your pages on lead pages? Okay. So now's that time. Oh, and by the way, sharing another one that's new to my sharing kind of stack is Planoly. P L A N O L Y. There, I think they're fairly new and I really like them a lot. So check them out. I will make sure to link to all of these guys. But I mean, I don't have, I think lead pages. Sam Card is another one that I'm just playing with now, but I don't think it's necessary. Necessarily, um, but I feel just because I feel like it's my responsibility to tell you what's necessary, I'm checking it out. I will let you know when I have a product that's available through SamCart. I will send it to you, and you'll tell me, "Hey, that looks good," or "That really worked for me," um, or I'll tell you how it worked for me overall. So now. I really think that is the time. If you're here at the end of the year, if it's December and you're kind of making your plans for the new year, you don't really have a launch before the 31st, which, you know, at this point, if you're just planning something, that might not be a great idea. But what is a good idea is to do the trial of lead pages, is to try a trial of different things that you want to try potentially for your next launch. Oh, one other one that I almost forgot was an affiliate system. Uh, some some had that built in, like Infusionsoft does, SamCard has that built in. You might be using ClickBank. I don't know. Like it just, you look for the, the capability to manage affiliates and give them affiliate links. There are plenty of resources out there for that as well. And I'm happy to give you some as well as actually, I should probably just link to my online business resources page because I recently updated that for you. Um, and I realized it has to be updated even again because of some of the different tools that I'm using now. And now's the time to get trials to all these things and try them out and have some fun and just see how they fit in. But as soon as you realize, I like this, I'm going to continue using it, I can see the value, make it a system, figure out where it fits. Does it help you promote? Does it help you build your list? Does it do both? Does um, does it help you in somehow your personal system? Is it is it some part of the way you create content? Is it something that is it one of the tools that I discussed above? Is it a payment processor? Is it, is it going to help you deliver your products better? Is it going to help you communicate with your audience better? Is it going to help you do webinars easily? And that means for you and for the viewer. Is it going to allow you to accept orders? And then also do some more advanced marketing that or advanced sales tex- techniques that you're not already using now's the time to check those out. So I've created a whole list of the ones I mentioned today, plus I will definitely link to that online resources page. The por- importance here is actually uh, is actually to some one of the systems I did not mention yet that was in the first part of today, today Today's podcast. And I'll tell you what that is. It's your launch system. So your launch system includes all these things. It includes your tools and how you do your work and how, how things kind of will move through that launch path and how, things, how you're going to get from one end of your map to the other end of your map. And I always call it a launch map because it's a journey for you. And it's a journey for other people that you're help, that you're taking them on. You're telling them a story. That's a journey. And so you can really map out what that's going to look like for people. So the launch system, and by the way, we'll get more into map making into in next week's episode, which I promise you is going to be probably the one where I'm going to sound the most geeky and into it ever. And you're going to be like, okay, Anne, we'll just leave you to your planners and... Um, we're just going to stay out of the way here while you go for it. Anyways, your launch system is all of this stuff. It's how you promote. It's how you build your list. It's how you manage information because all of that is going to allow you to make better decisions, figure out if something's working or not, and in the end, decide if it was a good launch or not. So this, these are the systems, this whole launch system is actually as I spit over my words is actually what you need to have a successful launch. It doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to have like I've talked talked it out like it's got to be this maybe complex thing with all these different steps, but you might just say, I got a toolkit, I promote that on social media and I send it out to my list. Okay, that's done. I have a follow-up sequence for that. And I ask people what they're struggling with, and it all—that's the only question I ask them. And it, all that information goes into my Google Docs. I promote my—I do a blog post every week. You know, you might have a very simple process. That's me, by the way. I was—I was mocking myself because I don't think you need a crazy process. I don't think you need a crazy system. Um, one of the people that I've been working with this year is is definitely the picture of simplicity and she walks the walk. So I will link to some of her stuff below. You know, I find that most of the people that I work with who keep it simple, who don't overthink it, who take out what doesn't work. And, you know, some of these tools that I told you I was trying out they may mean some of my bigger tools get taken out because they you know when you can pare things down to their most basic steps and their most basic what happens next <laughs> that's when you're going to be the most successful really because i mean that's crazy if you just overthink it and have to have lead pages insta pages and maybe you have like a facebook ads plugin that helps you like post the ads. And maybe you have Edgar and CoSchedule and Buffer and Hootsuite. And maybe you have, you know, SurveyMonkey and your own system inside that's custom built to, to gather information. There are definitely ways of building this system out, but try to keep it simple. So just focus on where you are right now. Don't worry about where you can grow. That stuff gets layered on over time. It never's just like, well, here's my advanced business. We're awesome. Here you go. No, it starts much slower, much more simply. And even um, a business like, let's say, Marie Forleo's, it might seem on the... Actually, maybe it doesn't. To me, it seems very simple on the outside. I'm sure that there are definitely things going on on the inside and I'll be, you know, definitely seeing more of that in January myself. But I know that they're not just jumping on the bandwagon for every single piece of technology that's out there that might help them grow the business. They're keeping it simple. They're doing what they know works. And they've made that their system. And they don't take new things into the system lightly. They don't just do it right before their launch. So if you're you know you're want to launch in January, and February, or in two one months, in two months. Now's the time to think about this. Don't don't wait any longer. Don't wait. If you hit the the five six week mark and you're still thinking about your email service provider, stop. Extend out. You know, push off your launch date and get that one piece of technology either figured out or decide not to use it this time. Okay, off my soapbox. I hope you enjoyed this episode and make sure you head over to that blog post. It's going to be chock full of all of these these resources I mentioned today. And stay tuned for next week, which we're going to go through the the entire launch map. I'm going to try to make it as simple as I possibly can. The thing about launching is that it's not linear, which we'll talk about that um as well. But just so you know, in just a couple of weeks, I think I mentioned to some of you via email that I am going to be literally opening and then closing the doors <laughs> for the new fearless launching because we got a bunch of people to come in early in November and they'll be starting the all new program in January in like the first week of January. But I want to give a few more people a chance to jump into that and Probably in two weeks or so, you guys are going to be hearing from me about that. So if you are interested in it, make sure if you're not already subscribed to go over to fearlesslaunching.com and sign up to make sure you hear what's at least going on so you can have the chance to make that decision. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I can't wait to hear from you about your systems because I'm that kind of a geek. (laughs) All right, have a great one and I'll talk to you soon.